Hi everyone, welcome back to Young and Wifed Up. This is Marcella. And I'm Gabby. And thanks for joining us this week for our season four premiere episode. Hey. Hey. We miss you guys. And this has been a really long break. I think it's the longest break we've ever taken from recording. But we're really excited about all of the episodes that we have planned for you guys. Yeah, definitely. So before we get into today's topic, I want to talk to you guys quickly about Covenant Eyes. We've talked about Covenant Eyes more season one, season two. I think we took a break from advertising it in season three. But what Covenant Eyes is, it's a online software protection company that you can use on all of your electronic devices, on your cell phones, on your iPads, your tablets. They even work on fire tablets, which are really common to use for children. And um, the only thing that doesn't work on is Chrome, Chromebooks, like the school computers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But other than that, you can use on all of your devices and it monitors your web searching. And it also has this really amazing newer feature where it takes screenshots of your activity Mm. every hour or every couple minutes or something. I can't remember what the intervals are, but we've been using Covenant Eyes for many years now. We love it. We have peace of mind. We have accountability partners. So I get a report that's sent every month to one of my friends. And then Ryan has a report that's sent to one of um, our elders. And it's just overall protection for our internet safety and also just to have accountability mm-hmm. um, because it is really hard out there on the internet. You know, you never know what you're going to come across. And I highly recommend this, especially if you have children that have devices. Yes. So if you sign up with our link, which you could find on our website at youngandwifedup.com, you can get $20 off your first month. Or I think it's a free month. Yeah. You get a, a, a free month of. Um, yeah, it's like a trial. Yeah. A trial. Because I think it is twenty fifteen to twenty dollars a month, depending on what, pro, what what plan you get. But the first month is free if you sign up with us with our link. So if you want to try it out and see if it works best for your family, then head to our website and do that. Yeah. Also, we have completely reformatted how we're going to be recording and yeah. publishing our episodes. Um, we've just started a Patreon, which I'm kind of... It'll be live today when you're listening to it. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, we decided to do, um, intervals with our episodes, like one normal long episode like we've been doing for the past three seasons yeah. now. Um, and then after that, we'll do three... Shorter episodes, kind of like mini-sodes, um, just talking about something really specific and kind of hone in on yeah. something and talk about it quickly, you know, a 15, 20-minute ordeal. Um, and then that's for uh, just for anybody to listen to. Now, if you want extra content, ooh, ooh, exclusive ooh. content. Exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we do that at the same yeah. time? Ew. Um, <laughs> um, you can sign up to be a patron on our Patreon hey, and yeah. we'll be doing two bonus episodes per month. Yes. Right. And there's also different tiers on that as well. And you can go and click on the link on the website yeah. and see what the tiers are. Um, if you want to support good Christian media, good quality Christian media, this is the way to do it. Patreon. Absolutely. Yes. And I've used Patreon many times in the past to support other creators. And it is a really good way to 
give monthly support and also to get exclusive content that you won't Definitely. get anywhere else. Definitely. Yeah. So you're not just going to be, you know, paying something just to pay something like you yeah. will be getting stuff in return. And yeah. for the higher tiers, there are more perks. So go and check that out. Um, we're really excited to be starting that and to also hopefully that will open up some more avenues as far as like building relationships with you guys who, you know, can maybe gain a little bit more access into our inside lives and that sort of thing and more one-on-one chats and things like that. So definitely check that out. Yeah. And also, if you want to be a part of our broader community, we are, we have a Facebook group also called Young and Wifed Up. And we have, um, month of uh, weekly prayer request threads. We have self-promotion threads where you can share small business. Um, we do a lot of announcements. We mm-hmm. already, if you're already in our Facebook group, you already know what this month's content calendar looks like. Mm. So you get early access to that if you're in our Facebook group. And we also do polls and some exciting stuff in there. So yeah. If you want to join our Facebook group, that's a good way to get in contact with us. And also, um, if you want to look on our Instagrams, Marcella Chatham and Low Waste Homemaker, that's where you can kind of look for our daily grind. (laughs) That's where we post our homemaking and stuff Mm -hmm. that's going on with us. And so... Um, if you want to have daily catch-ups with it with us, Instagram is the way to go too. Yeah, definitely. Well, it's been how many months since we published Three our months. last episode? Yeah. Well, wow. June, the beginning of June was when we published our season finale on biblical submission. Yeah. Yeah. And since then, a lot has changed in the past few months. Like, not a lot, but just it feels I feel like I don't even know who I am three months ago. <laughs> I think part of Honestly, it... Honestly, kind of same, yeah. Part of it is, like, I chopped my hair off, and it's already mm. grown back quite significantly. Yeah, quite a bit. And, uh, but, like, that kind of gave me, like, a little refresh, you know? Yeah, it's like you, year, when you're, you're having me. an identity crisis, <laughs> yeah, like, just, just your chop hair. your hair. Yeah. And this is the first time I've done a huge chop in, like, years and years. So. Yeah, it was kind of shocking when you got it done. Yeah, even you, my hairdresser was you, She, like, wasn't even alluding to, like, wanting to do it, and then all of a sudden, she, like, sent a pic where she was, I don't even know how you... I sent you guys a pic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. That's a lot. It looks great. Yeah. And I'm sure Thank it's, you. like, it's it's way better for the summer, too, because yeah. it is hot. It is terrible, you guys. It is so hot out we here. We have a pumpkin because it's technically we're entering <laughs> fall but it's 110 degrees yeah today. this is honestly that having the pumpkin here is infuriating for me because <laughs> it all it's just like telling me that it's it's supposed to be fall but yeah. it has been the hottest this week that it's been the entire year yes i think it it's was been 110 every single day my yeah my husband was saying because he works kind of in another part of town it's like 20 minutes away and it was 111 yeah no miserable (laughs) we're at this point we're just like surviving the next (laughs) few weeks praying for fall to come usually it starts getting cold the end of october and then we start to feel the vibes yeah yeah yeah. but until then we're just struggling along yep so what's been going on with you the past couple months um hmm. i don't know just like consuming a lot of good content good books podcasts just like taking the time I've actually quieted down a lot on my Instagram Mm -hmm. over the past few months I feel like when we published our last episode from the previous season I was like I need to 
be quiet for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And to just um like consume, reflect, like take some time for introspection and mm-hmm. and that sort of thing and figure some stuff out. Not anything like bad, but you know, sometimes some like when things, yeah. when you're just so used to like producing stuff all the time and like getting like ideas out there in the in a public sphere especially like on social media platforms, it gets to be kind of a lot after a Mm -hmm. while. And so I was like, I'm going to literally just fill my brain with so much stuff and not say a word about it, Um, which is not really a thing nowadays. It's almost like when we like hear of a new concept or we're learning something, we just automatically want to tell the whole world. The second we come to the conclusion. (laughs) Yeah. And I kind of felt like the Holy Spirit was like, pressing on me to not be as quick to mm-hmm. to jump on things or to be as um outgoing with certain stuff that yeah. I've been thinking about um and it's really helped a lot because you can kind of settle that within your own heart and your mind certain topics that are maybe weighing on you or mm-hmm. you feel like you you know you need to kind of refine some things or like convictions and things like that and usually just public spheres, like I was saying, like social media is not a good place to kind of hash out those ideas within your within yourself. Yeah. Um, so it's been a lot of talking to people in person and just, um, yeah, kind of reconnecting like personally, physically with people mm-hmm. um, and stepping away from social media. But I'm kind of feeling like I'm, you know, probably once we start publishing the episodes again, that I'll want to get back into being a little bit more vocal. Yeah, on social media. No, I I was thinking like sometimes when you have that break, you know, and you've been like consuming and reading. Marcel's turned into quite the reader. I'm very proud of her. And uh, I I feel always I've always loved reading. Oh yeah, no, even when you were a kid, you were. Yeah, I feel like there was you're like re inspired. Yes, yeah, definitely, definitely. (laughs) And I think now, like now that you're ready to start like talking publicly about more things you kind of have more like you're re-inspired yeah and you have new things and yeah and I feel a bit more grounded and or almost like there's been more I don't know confirmation sounds kind of like new agey yeah (laughs) but just like there's been a lot of clarification for me on things that i on things that i've already believed but then it's like i need to like settle this really well within myself and so um yeah that's kind of what i've been doing a lot yeah yeah well are you you besides chopping your hair so yeah chopping my hair was obviously like a very silly update, but I mean, <laughs> it's, it's an update nonetheless. But um, this mu- this summer has been particularly difficult for me. Like my health has been a roller coaster. Like I ended up in the ER at one point. I don't even remember what month that was. Maybe July, maybe the end of June. I can't remember. I think it was June to July. Yeah, it was like and in between. Yeah, it, fe- it feels like it just happened, but it it really like flew by. And you know, seeing new specialists and trying to get more answers, and I don't know. It's been like, it's been very um, eye opening, especially since the month of June. I didn't work at all. Mm-hmm. I took a break from teaching. We weren't doing the podcast. You know, I wasn't doing my choir contract. I kind of stepped away from everything for yeah. a full month. And it was extremely eye-opening because I felt so good. And as, like, 
hard as it is to like come to that conclusion, like I realized I needed to make a lot of really big changes in my lifestyle. And uh, I already have been, you know, over the last year and a half been really thinking about taking a lot of steps back, especially with my career, like my teaching career. Yeah. And this summer was like kind of gave me the confirmation, (laughs) the clarity (laughs) I needed to be like, okay, I need to make some very drastic. Yes. And drastic. So I have um cut about a third of my piano studio yeah and part half of it was like you know i i changed some policies and changed you know some tuition things and some people naturally kind of left and then there were some students that i've been needing to cut for a while Mm -hmm. and i just didn't have the the motivation to do it you know and cut sounds very like negative but in a good way that people that I I have to decide what I'm going to spend my time doing during mm-hmm. the day. And it just wasn't worth my time to yeah. be working for so many hours. And yeah. so um and so I'm going to be making another drastic change, you know, within the next couple months I'm planning. And but this was kind of what I needed to do for now, kind mm-hmm. of for my mental state and also yeah. to kind of see, you know, what can I really handle right now outside of the home and really just refocusing on I started, you know, a new home management system, but which I'm going to talk about in the next couple episodes. And I just started just reflecting and and changing things that I knew were not bringing me joy anymore and were not bringing order to our life or our, our, or our household mm-hmm. and also just like being detrimental to my health, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah, so, like literally. Yeah, <laughs> actually like like directly affecting my health. And so... That's kind of been what the summer has looked like for me. And I guess more of that will kind of come out over the next few episodes, just like your your stuff. Yeah. You know, like having to rethink a lot of things I've been holding on to for the first, you know, four years of our marriage and mm-hmm. having to really like, you know, let go a lot of pride that I have and a lot of like good, like generally good things, like the good things that I love and enjoy doing, like teaching, you know, and mm-hmm. it's like it is a good thing can be bad at a bad time in your life. Yeah. You know, it was good when I was single. It was good when I was, totally, yeah. When, uh, you know, when we were first married and we were just kind of getting started. But now it's like, it it has become more of a burden than a blessing. Yeah, you're more settled in your home and like you and Ryan have become more settled in what you want for your household. And And this is is not really fitting into, into that as much anymore. Yeah. And so, and even just like, you know, I I talked about in the kind of last couple episodes of our last season how I have been feeling like, oh, I'm just going to wait until we have kids and I'm going to make this drastic change and not work anymore. But I've realized even I've always knew knew that that was a cop out. But this summer was very eye opening for me. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> like, I I don't have like who's telling me to do that. Yeah. Like I don't have to do that, yeah. you know. And every year that goes by that we that we don't have children, I'm like, you know, like I want to spend my time doing really fruitful and good things for my home and blessing my home. Yeah. And not that teaching doesn't bless it blesses it in an indirect kind of way where mm. it, it it does bring an extra source of income and it it's fun and enriching for me. But yeah, there when I'm home, I 
there are things that I can do and yeah. I want to do and yeah. I am able to fill my day with mm-hmm. good works. Mm-hmm. And so all of that to say, that's the update for now. And more of it will kind of come up over the next few episodes. But that's kind of like the biggest thing for me. Yeah. But we Man. have had some favorites from this summer and we yes. want to share them with you guys today. <laughs> so let's get straight into what our favorites are from this past summer. So we've been, we just mentioned how we've been reading a lot. And I actually just finished my 30th book of 2022. And last year in 2021, I only read five. And I don't know who that girl is. I I read (laughs) maybe one. (laughs) I don't want to be that girl again. Like, I don't know. I just feel... I had some unrealistic expectations of what reading looks like. You know, it's like I have to be like sitting like with my coffee and it has to be like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you can't do that. Having that, like learning about Charlotte Mason and mother culture and talking to Autumn. Oh, like that was. If you haven't listened to that episode. Yes, the mother culture episode. I'm pretty sure we reference that episode like every other episode. Yes. That we did. (laughs) So good. Listen to the mother culture episode. (laughs) That really like gave me the extra like inspiration to be like, you know what? I have no excuse. I can be listening to books all day long Mm -hmm. and. I don't know. It's just it's just been such a blessing. So I talked about how I was in the hospital um, in the beginning of the summer. And when I was going through that, I was having like extreme GI just distress. And I was in contact with a woman who discipled me a few years ago. And she still is a really big part of my life. Um, And she always sends me good recommendations for books. And I was telling her what I was struggling with and that I was I was in very excruciating pain. Yeah. And she um, sent me this recommendation. It's called The Cup and the Glory, and it's by Dr. Greg Harris. And he was actually one of her husband's professors in seminary. And this oh, man, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, That's this cool. man wrote a lot of books um, that are really edifying to the body. And this one, I just cried through the whole thing. I listened to... Several chapters when I was in the ER, in the hospital bed, just like crying out to the Lord for some answers. Sorry. <laughs> but um, it's just a really good book. And we'll put the link in the Patreon. And again, all the all the links are going to be there. But um, it was just so much pointing to scripture. And this man has gone through so much suffering himself, watching people that he loves suffer mm-hmm. and also going through sickness in his own life. And um, it was just so beautiful. And I just really appreciated his perspective and like raw um, perspective on suffering for Christians and how you do feel like God has abandoned you, Mm. you know. And so it's just so beautiful. (laughs) So you guys should read it, especially if you guys are going um, through any type of suffering or even just read it so you know you can recommend it to others. Yeah, definitely. I think I put it on my Yeah, it's so beautiful. And it's actually the audio. He narrates his own book on Sermon Audio for free. And so you don't even have to buy it. Sweet. Um, you can, you can buy, I'll, I'll put the links for you to have the physical copy, but you can listen to the, the narration that he does on sermon audio for free. And that is an extra blessing for the body of Christ. So thank you, Dr. Greg Harris. (laughs) That's cool. So so Marcella, 
what has been your favorite summer um, read or one of your favorite summer reads? I have read a lot of books in the past few months. I think in August I read a total of seven books. Yeah. Um, but I was like, I was like, which one, which one, man? Like, there's so many good ones. I know. When you read so many books, like, especially at once, it's so hard. You're like, well, I love different ones for different reasons. So it's like, which one is the best? We have, like, different categories of favorite books. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Totally. (laughs) Um, but I decided to go with Sense and Sensibility on Audible. It's on Audible? Yes. Um. And you have to listen to the one that's narrated by Rosamund Rosamund Pike. Mm-hmm. Pike. Pike. Mm-hmm. Pike. It is. It's just a classic. It's, it's beautiful. Just so good. And like you know, it's funny. Yeah, and it's so funny. Like sobering in other parts, and then it's like heartbreaking in other parts. And I think, um. I don't know. It's just like it's such a tough one to beat just like it's as a so classic. Yeah. Like it's it's kind of hard to find somebody who's not a fan of Jane Austen. Yeah. Like nearly everybody She's that I Yeah, nearly everybody <laughs> that I've ever spoken to is just like loves all of her work and it's for a good reason. I mean, she's an incredible writer. She was yeah. an incredible writer. So, yeah, if you haven't if you haven't listened to the audiobook um version of it, it's it's really good. Yeah. And there are certain genres that I prefer to do on audiobook yeah. and other ones that I like to have physical copies yeah, of. Um, and those types of books are just great yeah. on audiobook. So we do have to have an honorable mention because Marcella yes. and I just <laughs> read like last week yeah. this amazing book called The Read Aloud Family by Sarah McKenzie. Wow. Like, we binged it. Like, I read it in two days. I yeah. think you read it in three. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't think that out of all the books that I, like, took the most. Okay, literally, you guys, I listened to the audiobook, which is free on Hoopla. Mm-hmm. And it's Sarah McKenzie, the author. She's the one that reads it. Um, I was listening to an audiobook, and I was like, um, I need to be, like, taking notes, like, ASAP. Yeah, so, so I good. got the ebook also, which is free on Hoopla, mm-hmm. and I would remember sections from chapters that I, I had read before, and I would copy and paste into, a, like, in my notions, I have, like, um, I have sections that are for, like, book notes and stuff yeah. like that. The most notes I've ever taken from a book so thus good. far has been from that book. It is so incredible. And it's like, it's so hard to explain exactly what it's about. Yeah, her her argument is that you should be reading out loud to your children beyond the years that they learn to read. Yeah. Um, so even when they know how to read for themselves, you still need to read out loud. And, and she but, gives a very compelling... Yes. She she's tells stories, shares education philosophies. Like, yeah. it sounds so boring when I when we're explaining it. <laughs> I we never do it justice. We've explained now to I don't. I've explained to I don't know how many people Me what too. the book is about. And I'm like, this sounds so lame, but please just listen to it. And you yeah. know what? Like, like Gabby doesn't even have kids. Like Seth is not I even know. at the point where it's like he's even reading like yeah. barely anything <laughs> like <Yeah>. nothing <laughs> and it's like oh this wouldn't apply to me like either i don't have children or they're too young or like i'm single read it read it just read it it is so <laughs> so, 
so good. Yeah. Actually, just based off of like that book alone, Jed and I have started reading to each other now yes. on a nightly basis. We'll do like 10 minutes separately and then That's he'll awesome. read to me for 10 minutes and then I'll read to him for 10 minutes. And it's like it even just like in marriage. Yes. It helps foster so many good discussions between totally. the two of you that you probably normally wouldn't have if you just like read by yourselves and never really talked about what you were mm-hmm. reading. So it's just so good, you guys. Just read it's it. It's so good. So good. Okay, next, TikTok account. Okay, so I'm a little sad because oh, no. my favorite TikTok account just got banned Who on was TikTok. It? So it was, it's Death Row Last Meals. It is so fascinating. Wait, they got banned? Yes, they got banned. And it's this, so it's this one woman, let me explain. It's this one woman on TikTok that creates, recreates the last meals of people that were put on death row. Whoa. And as she's recreating the last meal, she tells the story and she has graphics and pictures and it is mwah. So good. That is so, so niche and so very, good. <laughs> very niche. I pray that she can come back to TikTok. Wow. If she does, then I'll add the link later on because, guys, it is so good. And I tried searching and searching and, yeah, she got banned. She hasn't been back. There have been people that have done it similarly, mm. like, like trying to knock off. But she's the OG. And it was so good like every time she would i would look every day to see if she has a new one because it was so good but unfortunately because she's banned which i don't know why she got banned because i mean she is talking about serial killers it could have ended up being too much or too much for tiktok you know but i don't know i'm gonna try to see if she's on instagram or something because i just that sounds really cool so good. I've never run across that before. Um, we are on different sides of TikTok then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really on crime talk. That's probably yeah, why. I'm I'm only yeah, only once in a while do I get it, but one time she showed up on my for you page and I was like intrigued. In- yeah. Instantly hooked. Yeah. Instantly. And her the way her storytelling is is so fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but since she got banned, really quick, I just want to do blooming.village and that's her um TikTok name. She makes these beautiful. She doesn't have a lot of followers. She has like just 300 something followers. Oh, wow. Very small account. Very huh. small. She just started like a month ago. She makes, she first started by making skits, reenacting her as a friend, going over to a friend friend's house that just had a baby and how she supports her and takes care of her mm. and like helps with things around the house and what mm. she, what she made for her to bring yeah. to her. And then she she's now doing um, every like she posts several times a day and it's always really, really cute. I really like her stuff. She talks about postpartum support. She talks about prenatal support, but it's all like so beautifully done. And she does it in skit form where she's like pretending that she's helping a friend, you know, and her whole thing is that we shouldn't have to pay, which I'm so thankful for birth workers like doulas and midwives. But that we shouldn't have to pay for somebody to do a service that your friends and family should Mm. be helping you with. And it's just so sweet how she lays everything out. And it really challenged me, me, Mm. you know, and I'm just like, wow, like, I really need to know these things, too. And like, I want to be able to support my sisters in Christ when they have newborns and stuff. So, wow, that's cool. And she does such a good job, such a good job. And she shows you how to, like, have boundaries, to not overstep with them, to not, like 
You know, like, mm-hmm. and you know what? No, not one time in any of her videos does she say, let me hold your baby. Yeah. <laughs> Word. <laughs> because it's, that's a nice for a visit, but that's not a helping visit. So yeah, if you're having yeah, yeah. a helping visit and you're, and you want to go help your girlfriend, it's just a whole nother type of an experience. And yeah. I really like how she has different things that you can be baking and and teas that you can make for them. Wow. And just that's so cool. It's beautiful. You should go check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll too. have to follow but her. But what is this. your favorite TikTok account? Mine is really weird. It's not weird, but it's like complete opposite of everything that you just talked about. <laughs> so I'm excited. There's this girl. Um, her tag or her username is Wishbone Kitchen. I almost said Wishbone Chicken. <laughs> Did you have chicken today? I did. Um, <laughs> she's a private chef in the Hamptons. I follow her. I just realized <gasps> I follow her. It's so good. Bless. Oh, I love her videos. It's so cool. They're so much fun. I don't know what. I think maybe just because like I kind of have an inclination towards like kitchen cooking stuff or what. I'm sure you do too. That's probably yeah. why I follow her. Yeah. But it's just so like. I don't know. It's like homemaking luxury. Yeah. <laughs> Combined. She cooks for the people that are in that. The yeah. So I think she she's a live she in, in yeah. chef mm-hmm. and she's like around our age. I don't know exactly how old she is. She, she looks like she's in her 20s. Um, But like there's a fresh garden that they have in the back. So she's always like picking like fresh herbs and produce in the back. And then she's always going to the market every day. And I'm like, wow, living your best <laughs> yeah. life. Honestly, like I would love to be able to just get fresh food on a daily basis would be awesome. Obviously, it's not like feasible in the environment that we live in Um, and the financial situation. Yeah, really. (laughs) But like even some of the stuff that she's made, I was like, oh, my gosh, that looks so good. And like I want to try to make that like the food, like the way she does like her her camera work and everything. It's just top tier it's really nice i I really love her content i need to go binge it tonight and it's very relaxing it's so relaxing yes (laughs) like the dishes that she makes and it's like i understand it's her job but it's like even if i were to spend literally every waking moment of the day i would not even be able to come up with the sort of stuff that she does and to yeah. do it so beautifully and like and do it like quickly and like have it still be really elegant like these like lovely dishes oh yeah I definitely just, an art form <laughs> yeah for sure and she, obviously she went to school for it so yeah. <laughs> okay beauty product um i have been using the fat and moon texturizing spray it's the spirit and salt spray and you can get it directly from the Fat and Moon website, or you could buy it on Earth Hero and you can get your 10% off with our little coat. Wow. But it is the only hang up that I have is it smells weird. And like the smell goes away. Like it doesn't like stick to your hair. Is it because there's no like fragrance to cover Yeah, there's up no the fragrance. It's very natural. So it you got to kind of like take what you get yeah 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 (laughs) but it is a um zero waste natural organic you know yada yada crunchy spray Mm -hmm. and it's a texturizing spray but i use it as like a hold spray like a Mm. like a hairspray so i i only use it when i do my hair like this so this is like day two of well it's actually day four of my hair being washed Mm -hmm. but it's day two of my curls like i I curled my hair yesterday yeah. with a flat iron. 
And so to kind of maintain like the next day, I'll brush my hair out, flip my head over a few times and spray that stuff all over. It smells weird. Like I don't even know how to describe it. It's just weird. But but it works well. It works well. It keeps my hair nice and like together and it also like offers some volume. So mm, nice. Yeah, I like it. What cool. about you? Um I'm pretty cr- crunchy when it comes to like um personal care items and stuff, but one thing I just literally cannot compromise is eye makeup. It is mm. so hard yeah. to find. What I mean by eye makeup, I mean like mascara and eyeliner. I can f- I've found pretty good clean eyeshadow yeah. things, but um yeah, I just I struggle. I bought the Alate mascara and it was a and I use all everything so on my gave face it a right good, now. Everything on my face right now is Alate. You gave it a good shot. My mascara. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't I like mean, it. I just like it's just something that I just can't. I don't know. I can't but do it. I'm using what what's on your list right now. Wow, it's on my eyes. Word. <laughs> um, I've been using the L'Oreal Telescopic Mascara for 12 years now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think mine is like a few years after you. <laughs> and there, I won't buy anything else. No, I've tried some. I think maybe I'm getting to a phase again where I'll have to branch out and try out a couple of new you know, new things. But even the beauty guru say it's still the best. I know, which is still the best. It's kind of shocking to me. And I'm like, man, I've really stuck to the best one for this long. And I've branched out like over the years to so many different brands to like test them out. There have been a couple that have come close, but this one is just tried and true. It is so good. And you could do either the gold tube or the black tube. I think of the gold one right now. Nice. Um, and then if you struggle with like really bad smudging or whatever, you can always get the waterproof version. But I just can't like the brush on it. It's perfect. Is so it's just so incredible. Sometimes all because I didn't want to waste my late mm-hmm. mascara. So then I took the telescopic brush wow. out of my yeah. tongue and put it in my light formula and it will it works great. Yeah. It is a combination of the brush and the formula. Yeah. I but agree. The type of brush makes such a huge difference. I don't think people understand. The length. Yes. It's and like this really it's like this really skinny brush and on one side it's kind of flat. And then on the other two sides, it's the bristles are longer. You just have to, you have to try it out. It's so good. Five dollars or something. No, I think each tube is like ten ish, depending on how much. Bought mascara in a while. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I've literally over the years, I've gotten all of my friends. I think I got you on the L'Oreal telescopic. Yes. telescopic mascara because i've tried so many other ones even like the high-end bougie like 30 dollar mm-hmm. mascaras <laughs> i've tried those and they still don't work as well as this one i don't know what they put in it probably Drugs. yeah <laughs> i don't know i don't know what it is but it's great um so i had a hard time choosing between that one and this lip balm that i just started using like oh, yeah. a month ago it's this four pack of cocoa butter lip balm that I found on Amazon. The ingredients are super clean, mm. really good. And this has been one of the only lip balms that I've been able to use without it like drying my lips out. You know, like the other ones, you put it on and they put something in it that dries your lips out even more. So you have to just keep using it and like reconsuming and you have to keep purchasing or whatever. This hasn't been the case with the one 
with this, the cocoa butter lip balm. Um, I don't know why. And it smells so good. It smells I used so it good. the other day and it was really yeah. good. Yeah. I wish I could remember what the brand name was, but we'll probably just put it in the links. Yeah. But it's honestly like I've also been like testing out lip balms for ages, probably like close to 15 years. Ago. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. But um, this one has been really, really good. I really like it. Awesome. Okay. App for our phone. So mine is also Marcella's. So I, d- I knew that she was going to put this one. So I picked a different one. <laughs> so the one that I picked is called Libib and it is a home library organization app. So what you do with this app, the purpose of it is if you have an extensive home library of physical books like we do, my husband has a bajillion a books. Yeah. And then I have my own modest collection. And then we also have some books like children's books. You know, we just have a whole bunch of them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I forget which ones we own or which ones I've lent out or which books I have with me that are actually borrowed that I need to remember to give back to people. And so mm-hmm. what this app does, you scan your like the barcode of the back of your all, all any of your books and it's been able to get every single one that I've scanned and it takes all the data and you organize them into different categories. So you can search for them. You can look to see which ones you lent out. So you can like have your own little library system, which ones that you're currently borrowing. You can make any category. So I have like a theology category, a commentary category, cookbooks, you know, health, you know, the literature and fiction and whatever. And I really like it. And it's free, which is awesome. And you can you and I've seen that you people can use it for like schools and churches. And if you buy their premium thing, then you can you can access different features. But I've been able to use the free version just fine. And it's been really fun to like scan all my books. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So tell us yours. Um, so, which is also mine, but also yours. <laughs> so I also couldn't choose between these two because I've been using them so much. One of them is Goodreads and the other one is Hoopla. And I'm sure like probably majority of you already know what these are. But for those who don't, Goodreads is like a book review, social media-ish kind of an app. And you can track your progress on books. You have like different shelves of books that you want to read, books that you're currently reading or books that you've already read. You can follow people that you know, like if you are regularly asking certain people for what books they recommend or even referencing that sort of thing. That's a good place Mm -hmm. to look at what other people are reading that maybe you admire and you, you know, want to read the same stuff that they're reading. Um. And yeah, it's just fun, like tracking your progress. It's really helped me a lot with um, keeping track of all of all of the books that I have going at once, like in mm-hmm. a rotation, because sometimes I might start a new book and then I forget about one that I was already working on. Yeah. So <laughs> this kind of helps like have it have things be a bit more visual, especially if your reading is split between audiobooks and ebooks and physical books and it's all just kind of like like you're all in one yeah exactly so I really like it I've been loving using that um and also mostly just like you can look up authors and see if there was one book that you read in particular from an author you can look at their own library 
or even see what other books that they have written. Go to reviews. You can see if friends have posted reviews mm-hmm. um, on a book that you're thinking about reading and you're not really sure. Anyway, it's just like all around really good, like how they designed it and everything yeah. is really great. And it's very user friendly. The interface is great. And then also with Hoopla, um, this kind of goes hand in hand. It's almost like a library for ebooks. So you can make an account by punching in your library card number and you will have access to so many thousands free, free audiobooks and ebooks and other movies and stuff like yeah. that. I've been using it mostly for audiobooks and a couple of ebooks here and there. There's another app that's kind of similar called Libby. But I found that their selection is not as great as Hoopla's selection is. But I think you were saying you found more new books on yeah, Libby. All new releases I've seen quicker show up on Libby. On Libby, yeah. yeah. But Hoopla has a much larger selection. Yeah, I've been able to find a lot more books on Hoopla than I have on Libby, which is why I'm recommending it instead. So if you're if you're kind of like in the same spot that I am, that you know you're taking care of your kids all day, you're wanting to get in your reading even just doing busy tasks like folding laundry doing dishes Mm -hmm. and that sort of thing audiobooks are really great and if you can't financially afford like buying new audiobooks like multiple times a month hoopla is just a really great resource to use and i've just like i've been using it like nuts um same (laughs) yeah i know i should really calculate how much money i've saved honestly it's a ton probably using hoopla yeah yeah, it's really cool. Okay, so now we're going to do a recipe. So this has been uh, my husband's favorite thing to eat this summer and my favorite thing to cook. I've been making lamb gyros, and it's been so fun. Where do you get your meat from? Imperfect Foods is where I get my oh, lamb. okay. And so what I do, I do a mixture of lamb, ground lamb, and grass-fed beef, and you make a loaf, and you cook it in the oven then you take it out then you make thin slices and then i sear it um on some grass-fed butter on the cast iron wow so good put on some pita bread with some tzatziki with some hummus you can do like lettuce and tomato i do cucumbers and bell peppers and tomatoes yum and then it is so good really good and it's so fresh it's like a perfect summer meal I need more of that. <laughs> it is a perfect summer. The only thing that's hot is the meat. Yeah. Everything else is cold and fresh. You Ready can serve to go it right away. Yeah, you can serve it with some sweet potato fries. You could serve it with fruit, whatever. It is so good. And I just, honestly, I keep watching this one TikTok video to like figure out how to do my, my lamb. But I think I have got it memorized now. But I've seen people do gyros so many different ways. And I just put the veggies that we like and we mm-hmm. enjoy. And then I get the vegan tzatziki sauce from Trader Joe's. And it is so good. Wow. And then I've also in the past gotten the vegan feta from Trader Joe's to put on top of it. But it just like we didn't use enough and it just didn't keep very well in the mm. fridge. So we just next time we just didn't use it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. even but just that's an option. Yeah. So there's so much you can do with a gyro and nice. it is so good. Nice. What about you? Um, I've been making a lot of sourdough. That's one of the things that I've decided to tackle over the summer. And to all of our benefit. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. Everybody that comes in the house eats all the sourdough stuff. Yeah. 
Um, so there was a sourdough sandwich recipe that I found from Farmhouse on the Boon. She's pretty love her. She's pretty popular for her sourdough mm-hmm. stuff and recipes. So I kind of had a feeling this was gonna work out just fine. Yeah. <laughs> I've been made. I've probably made in the past month and a half. I don't know, like six to eight loaves, I think. Nice. So it's which like two we, loaves yeah, a week. Yeah, we go through like two loaves a week, which is what the recipe ends oh, up making nice. anyway. Yeah. It, it makes two loaves. Um, but it's so good. Does it keep really well? What is that? What is Horrible that noise? noise. I don't know. That's really Hello? weird. No, Stopped. I don't think so. Can you guys hear that? Yeah, I don't know what's going on, but... I was going to ask you, does it keep really good, the sourdough loaf, or do you have to eat it like in the next couple days? No, no, no. So I make two of them. I freeze one of them and I keep the other one in the fridge. So the only thing that is kind of hard about fresh bread that's been homemade, you either have to eat it very quickly or you have to keep it in the fridge and you have to like re-toast it every time you want to slice, which it's more time consuming, but I mean... But it's fresh homemade it's bread. It's fresh oh. homemade bread and it doesn't have yeah. all the junk in it too. Yeah. It is so hard to find bread that doesn't have like stupid enriched flour yeah. with all the synthetic <laughs> yeah. vitamins and like, like why is there gum in the bread? Like I know. why are we doing this? Yeah. And yeah, all that stuff. Awesome. So I was like, if I can make it myself, I might as well. If it's in my power yeah. to like make it better and Yeah. It's just nice to, it's like a good skill to have to be Absolutely. able to make bread. Yeah, I think everybody should learn how to make bread. Yeah. Um, one day I will. <laughs> you Not can, now, but one day. I'll let you use, use my starter. If you Perfect. Want. Okay. Another kind of food related item, our favorite drink. And surprisingly, both of, both of us have iced tea related drinks. <laughs> it's hot. And it's so hot. Else. <laughs> it's so hot. And you can't just have iced coffee a bajillion times a day. So no. instead, I've been making a big pitcher of the Trader Joe's pomegranate white tea. So I just get, throw some tea bags in there. I let it brew overnight. And I also, to kind of hack my testosterone levels, been throwing a huge thing of spearmint inside of oh, there, nice. which is really good for your hormones if you're a woman, not if you're a man. So be careful if there's a man that's <laughs> drinking it. I told my husband not to drink it. <laughs> it's just for me. And then I also put some um, lemon um, slices in there and I let it s- steep. Um, and then I that usually lasts me because I put a whole pitcher in the fridge. It lasts oh, me nice. two days. Helps me drink more water. And also it's white tea. So it is a is caffeinated but it is a slow burn yeah so yeah, yeah. It, it's even less than a green tea okay less that's like the lowest point of caffeine you could yeah. possibly have and so it has been helping me with my fatigue and it's nice. it's honestly so nice to have something different than water because Word. we don't buy sugary drinks like i do buy my ginger beer which is like my little treat you know ryan gets his trader jose's and i get my <laughs> it's like the trader joe's version of a corona so i always get a six pack of that for him and then i get my ginger beer okay so we all got our thing but as far as like throughout the day like i yeah you can't drink beer all day no (laughs) no and i i just like start feeling like icky from drinking water like so yeah, much. your taste buds just need something I'm just like done. Yeah, yeah. I'm just done. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes like you, it is possible to drink too much 
water yeah too. and if because if you don't have minerals in your water and yeah. that sort of thing like you need it and super tmi but i'm on this new medication that like it's a diuretic is that how yeah yeah diuretic di- yeah. diuretic so it takes every moisture out of my body yeah, yeah, yeah. in multiple different ways yeah and sweating is one of them so you can just put that together in your brain but since that, like, I started that medication, I'm so dehydrated. Thirsty all the time, and definitely. And so, de- like, so thirsty, so dehydrated. So this has been kind of, like, my little hack nice. to keep drinking. So what about yeah. you? You know, you were saying, like, we can't have iced coffee all day. But I was thinking, like, <laughs> that is one of one of the things. Now, I've realized that my body does really well with espresso and a little mm. bit of it. I do, like, Jen makes fun of me because he's, like, this is not coffee. Like, it's just milk with, like... like a little syringe amount of coffee i do like one shot of espresso and then the rest i do like a huge mason jar and like the tiniest bit of espresso and then the rest of it's just milk and a little bit of syrup and some collagen and it is so 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 good it doesn't make me feel icky or anything as long as i eat it with the meal yeah or like right after i've eaten i'm solid but i was like i need to do something more interesting and exciting So I have this tea blend that I have found and I'm hooked on. I bought it originally for postpartum reasons, just to help with like the baby blues and for like recovery and that sort of thing. And I literally can't stop. Wow. (laughs) It is so, 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 so good. I found on Amazon, it's a chamomile lemon balm lavender tea blend. Wow. So um, it's like the perfect combination. Oh, it's like a little bit floral. You know, you got like the chamomile in there. Oh, it's just so good. It's so good. Anyway, what I've been doing is that blend as an iced tea latte with, so I'll like brew it and then I'll chill it in the fridge, put it over ice, fill the rest with raw milk, and then I'll do like maple syrup to sweeten it. And if I'm feeling really bougie, I will make Whoa. boba. Wow. And do it with boba. Bless. And it is so good. It's like the perfect treat drink. Yeah. And I get boba balls off of Amazon. I know there's a way that you can make them, but I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no. It's too much at this point. Maybe no. at another point in my life, yeah. I'll learn how to make boba. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's so good. It's yeah, it really sounds good. really bomb. Okay, Very what about refreshing. something that we've been watching? So. Our things are so different. So I recently was like struggling with insomnia. I don't know. I'm kind of over it now. Thank God, because I was bad. Yeah. <laughs> I do not like that. I do I'm, not like I'm that. In a, I'm in a, coming out of an insomnia yeah. bout right now. I know it's what happens rough. to everybody. It's always the worst. And I just hate it so much. Yeah. But um, I've been, wa- I watched all of it. There's only one season and it's on Netflix and it's called Sweet Tooth. And it's a dystopian post-apocalyptic um show as drama and there's action and it's like fantasy and i don't know it's very good and i wouldn't say it's wholesome because there is like violence and there was no sexual content or anything but it is definitely like a like heavy content show Mm. but it was so wholesome. Like, I don't know how else to say it. Yeah. it it's about this boy and he's like a very special boy. And I guess what happens in this 
world um, is that there's a pandemic. How funny. There's a pandemic. And at the same time, there's a pandemic that wipes uh, out like a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. Also, a bunch of babies are born that are half animal, half human. And uh, yeah, it's very interesting. And there's this one boy who just seems different than all of the other kids. And he's one of the half human, half half animal. And it's so cute. The relationship between him and the other main character is just like so sweet. It's like a father son dynamic almost. And it is just so sweet. I sweet tooth. It's very cute. I loved it. And it was also it was like half wholesome family oriented and then also like the still dark apocalyptic dystopian vibes so it was really good and they just started working on season two which i'm really excited for and i binged that like in a week when i wasn't sleeping (laughs) and yeah the the season's pretty short i think there's only like eight episodes and they're like 30 40 minutes each but okay it's a very good show i really enjoyed it what about you yeah mine is completely different (laughs) totally different yeah so back to sourdough As you can tell, I've been really trying to figure this stuff yeah. out. Um, there's a YouTube channel called The Bread Code. And it's this guy, you know, I'm not, she's from another country and I can't remember where exactly Uh-oh. he's from. Um, but he makes really good informative videos on i think all different kinds of bread but i've been looking a lot at his sourdough content and he does a lot of like experimentation Mm. and kind of troubleshooting with sourdough because it's kind of it's really finicky um delicate (laughs) yes because it can depend on your humidity even like elevation levels can affect how your sourdough does and proofing and like it's just kind of a lot so he kind of makes things a little bit simpler. Um, and how I came across him is because for some stupid reason, little old me decided that I would try my first sourdough loaf with whole wheat flour, bread flour. And for those of you that know sourdough, that is the most Artist. difficult <laughs> yeah. flour to start <laughs> sourdough with. And so I was like, know what i'm doing like i don't know if i should if i should switch to something else but i like bought this huge bag of like this organic bread flour Mm -hmm. i was like i have to use it and so um i was looking up youtube videos on a whole wheat sourdough and his video popped up and it helped me get like my first really good loaf and I've kind of had to tweak a couple of things, um, like as far as baking temperature and that sort of thing. It depends on even like your oven, too, may not be yeah. like accurate and stuff like that, like checking all that stuff. But um, yeah, that was like his whole wheat sourdough bread video was really, really good and helpful. So if you're wanting to get into whole wheat sourdough, he has a really good video. Again, it's called The Bread Code awesome. on YouTube. and. Um, Great. Pretty straightforward. All right. You guys know we love Trader Joe's. We've already mentioned it several times. Yeah. Um, so we're going to tell you our favorite um, Trader Joe's products. So speaking of boba, you mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Trader Joe's has in the frozen section a boba kit, four packets with boba and brown sugar syrup. And it also comes with paper straws, which are terrible. Terrible. <laughs> I'm going to buy some steel boba straws because they're terrible. But I do like the convenience of just... 
You can do it over the stove. You can pop it in the microwave. It's yeah. super fast and easy if you don't have time to like boil water and boil the boba balls, which it's not even that hard. But like if you if you need if something really quick, crunch, yeah, yeah, quick fix. How long do you how do you microwave it? 45 seconds in the microwave. It's you like in a pouch. In it? It's a pouch. And you just like it's a plastic pouch. OK. OK, guys, just cancel me. <laughs> <laughs> it's plastic. <laughs> But is there like, is it just, is it like the dried boba balls? Yeah, it's, no, it's cooked, it's cooked, I don't know, dude. It's It's already cooked, and there's, and there's the syrup in it, and then you microwave it, and then it magically is cooked. So I wonder if they're like halfway cooked. Yeah, probably. (laughs) I don't know, I'm just speculating. But either way, my friend Carly was able to, like, figure out a way to not microwave it in the plastic. She, like, took it out of its packaging and something else. Yeah. But I just kept it in the plastic. I mean, (laughs) I don't know. I'll probably do that. But I was just trying to have, like, the most positive experience. You have literally lost (laughs) all my creds. All credibility. (laughs) Just... Get rid of your low waist homemaker. Anytime, Instagram. okay. Listen, I said I'm low waist, not zero waist. Yeah, okay. Yeah, true, true. Ryan always tells me if I'm ever doing something shady, like plastic <laughs> with plastic, he's like, "I'm gonna go post on low waist homemaker." I'm like, do it. I, I'm. I have nothing to hide. He's been calling me out. I have That's nothing funny. to hide. Anyway, so yeah, you should try them. They're really good, and there's plastic, so just. Be aware. Be aware. And Marcel did mention there are Boma kits online that you can get, but like it's Trader Joe's and it was like, it's, it's $4. Yeah. For a four pack. So it's like so cheap. Anyway, go ahead. Okay. So these are extremely recent finds. (laughs) Like when I say extremely recent, I mean like less than a week ago. Oh, wow. Recent. First one are pastry pups. What? I don't know the ones that I brought. Oh, yes. Those are so good. So so it's these like pigs in a blanket situation. But I don't even. Is it like a croissant? It felt like a croissant. It's like a flaky, flaky. something, something. But it's different than like the pastry dough that you buy from the store. The texture is different. It's yeah. not as dense as like your normal pigs in a blanket um, croissant, whatever. So it's that, and then it obviously has, like, the little hot dog on inside. And then there's Parmesan cheese baked onto it. Wow. I brought them to Sabbath dinner on Saturday. <laughs> I did not even get to try one. It was because... the hottest appetizer. <laughs> the hottest part of the meal. I got two boxes. I think we had, what, 10 people? Yeah. It was gone Maybe in, like, Maybe not minutes. even that. I was like, man, I should have brought three boxes. Yeah, next time. They were so good. But did I tell you that Carly brought me more? <laughs> no, she did. Literally the next day. When was it? Wednesday? I don't even know. So like our friend, she was here at Sabbath dinner. She, I don't know if she's going to listen to this. <laughs> but, <laughs> but she texted me because I was the last one to get food. I was like taking care of the kids and everything. And so I was like trying to feed Eli. And I was like, man, I can't wait for these pastry pups. I was so excited. And everybody was raving about them around yeah, her. Like, it's so good and everything. And so I really get up to get my food. There's not a single one left. Yeah. They're all gone. I like nearly cried because I like, <laughs> wanted to try them so bad. So then Carly, my friend Carly texted me like a couple days later and she was like, 
can I bring you some of those pastry pups? And I was like, I guess. And she was like, I literally bought you another box and I'm making them for you right now. And she was like, can I drop them off later? Because she was like, I felt bad because there was only three left in Dallas, her husband was asking for two more so i gave him two more i thought everybody had one and there was one oh, left no. and then i find out my husband ate the very last one <laughs> without even asking me it's <laughs> the worst act of betrayal this is way too long of a story for these yeah stupid pastry pups anyway they're super good they're so good. They really good um so there's those and then i found these artichoke timbales which I had no idea what that was, but it's like this baked artichoke heart. And I'm pretty sure they just chopped up like an artichoke, a few artichoke hearts and it comes in a pack of four of them and they bake it with like um, mozzarella and this other really good cheese. Oh my gosh. I had all four of them myself (laughs) within like three days or something like that. They're so good. If you're not an artichoke person, you're not going to like it because it's mostly artichoke. But I love artichoke. So yummy. So I'm going to try to figure out how to make that myself because there was also a lot of junk in that one. It was really good, but... That's why it was really good. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I'm going to (laughs) try. Anyway. Okay. Oh, household product. Okay. So we, we recently bought a portable washing machine. And we, I've known about portable washing machines, but then one of our friends got one and then I was like, wow, I really need that. Yeah. And so we bought it like a few days later. Because you do not have in-unit. We don't have in-unit washing machines and they're a pain. There's only one that works really well downstairs. And otherwise I just haul it to my mom's, which is a nightmare. And it's just, I just need to be able to do my laundry in my own space, not have to get dressed. And you know, it was just such a nightmare having to get yeah. ready to go do the laundry yeah. in the morning when I could easily just do it in my house. So we bought one. It was about $250. And then I also bought a roller to put on top of it so I can move it from our bedroom to the guest bath. And you do have to do a little bit. It's not plumbing, but you have to you have to like take off the aerator off of your sink. But other than that, that's all you have to do. You take off the aerator, install an adapter and the drain. It drains in your sink. You could drain in your tub. It is so great. I've been using it for a week and a half or two weeks now. I can't remember how long I've had it, but I love it. I love it so much. And it's fully automatic. And you feel like it cleans your clothes. Absolutely better. Wow. The best clean I've ever had. My clothes smell amazing and I don't use anything with fragrances. So it's I'm so, so happy with it. And you because it's a smaller than a regular unit, it's like half a load. Mm -hmm. But then you only use half, you know, the products that you usually use. Yeah. And then I just do a rapid a rapid wash and there's different settings, but my rapid wash is 15 minutes. So my load's done and wow, super click. And then I've been hanging my clothes. It dries it up to 75% all the way. And so a few hours hanging, everything's dry. And I, even today I did our bathroom rugs and our sheets and my sheets dried in like three hours. Wow. And so I'm saving money. And yeah. it only costs $6 a year to run it through the electricity. Um, and so it's really um, energy efficient. And yeah, I'm really happy with it. Yeah, It's nice. a fantastic I buy. I wish we, 
had something like that when we were living at yes. the apartments because it is it's especially when you have kids and then you have to like and we love when you're gonna go yeah oh, and it's that's super steep i always have to have ryan help me and yeah. now i can completely take ryan out of the picture and i just do all the laundry yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about you um did i talk about this before was this on my last no. one okay you haven't talked so, about so jed bought me this sunrise clock situation for i think it was for my birthday when i got it i I've talked about I this before. I don't think you have. Um, anyway, I'll talk about it again if sure. I already have. Um, <laughs> so I'm sure a lot of you have heard of the Hatch Sunrise Alarm Clock. It has like the same functions, but um, it's way less expensive than the one that I got, and it looks a lot different. So the one that I have, it's just like um, like an oval, or no, it's a, it's like a, it's like a circle shape, and it's kind of thin. And you can set it so that your sunrise light, the whole circle lights up as opposed to just the top of it like the hatch does. You can set it so before the music on your alarm plays, you have the light coming into your room if you sleep with your curtains closed and that sort of thing. Um, You have the light coming in. You can set it for however long. Usually I do like 15 minutes before my alarm actually goes off. Um, the functions are great. It also has like a, uh, I think it's called a sleep aid setting. Mm. So you can have like a white noise setting going for like when you decide to like get in bed and like close your eyes. You can turn on the sleep aid setting and white noise will play for, I don't know, like 30 minutes or something. Wow. And it'll kind of fade out. And it starts with the light on and then it slowly fades out within those 30 minutes as well. It's very soothing. And not only do I like it for that function, but there's a lot of different like um, cool light options or whatever. So if Jed and I are watching a movie, we want like mood lighting. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. really cool for that too without like having to like, you know, tape up. LEDs on your wall (laughs) um so yeah and it's also um pretty good if you're working with a newborn in your room too and you need something that's a little bit more low light right like once they get to a certain age you can't you like can't get away with that but when they're like when they're fresh the light light doesn't really bother them and so it's like dim enough to where it wouldn't bother them but you can still see like what you're doing and there's like red light option and and that sort of thing so how much yeah it's really cool i think the one that i got was like 70 80 bucks wow but the hatch is is like 120 wow or something like that so wow yeah but it has so many features so yeah for sure yeah i've really been liking it Okay, so the last one is just something random that we've been loving, and mine is a book light, which I've known that these things existed, but I didn't think I really needed them. But recently, I've been wanting to stay up later reading, and Ryan wants to go to sleep, and then I'm bothering him, and he's like, can you please turn your light off? And I'm like, but I'm reading. And I've been really trying to not scroll at night. Like, I've had a couple bad nights this week where I have been scrolling until I fall asleep, but... Most of the time for the past few weeks, I've been reading a physical book and now I have a book light. So it's like a bookmark and it hooks onto the back of your book and then it has a light that has adjustable head and I'll link the one that I specifically bought and it has like the most reviews, you know, it's really good. It was $8, super cheap and it has like two different dim settings 
And then I like it because the head moves. So like from one page to the other, I can Mm -hmm. just go and then it's, you know, facing my page. Yeah. And it's not super heavy. It's very light. So it doesn't feel like I'm weighing down. And it really does like make the reading experience so much better, even with your lights on, because it's specifically Mm. shining on your pages. It probably helps if you like strain your eyes a lot. Yes. So even when my our lights are on, I still use it because it really helps with my reading comprehension and, you know, it's just better. So anyway, I really like it. A reading light. Yeah. Um, last one. Wow, more bread stuff. I didn't realize I put so we many bread related reading things. and bread. making bread. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. What I've been doing with my time lately. Um, so <laughs> it's this bread knife from Amazon. Shout out to Katie Wright, who I'm in a Facebook group with. I actually don't remember if she's in our Facebook group. I think she is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> she. She, like, recommend, I'm in, like, this, like, it's really dorky. It's, like, reformed sourdough bakers. <laughs> the amount of it's niche so, it's so groups. Niche. <laughs> it's so niche. No, the most niche reformed group I've seen is reformed poultry. People that have poultry. Chickens. <laughs> and ducks. Honestly, I feel like the, the reformed sourdough is more niche. Really? Yeah. People that own chicken. More people make sourdough than own chickens. You know what? That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, that's that's really true. Anyway, she had posted this bread knife in our group and nearly everybody like somebody is referencing that knife like at least once a week in the group because it is so good. Like literally the crustiest, toastiest bread. It will cut through it like butter. It is so good. And I had to force myself to purchase it. It's it's not expensive for a knife, but like from somebody who hasn't spent a lot of money on dishes and stuff like that in general, it was expensive yeah. to me. It was like 25 bucks for the knife. <laughs> I, was, I was expecting like $60. <laughs> You're like, I really got to think about like this. Like for one knife. Like, yeah, just for one yeah. knife, you know, it's it's a little, if you're, like, not used to spending, like, insane amounts of money, I guess it's you not know, even Marcella, insane. I've been wanting to get a new knife set, but it's literally $200. I know, it's expensive. And Why so are knives I'm so just expensive? Like, okay, I guess we're just going to have to use these horrible knives for the so rest of our lives. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I should say this is a little graphic, but I <laughs> cut into my fingers one, two, three too many times. Uh oh. <laughs> so I told Chad, I was like, if I'm going to be making bread, I need a new knife. And like yeah. the last straw, I think the last time I cut my finger, I went so deep, like even into my nail bed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was so Trigger bad. warning. It was so bad. I was like literally holding my <laughs> finger together. <laughs> It's fine. It wasn't to the point where I was like, I need to go to the hospital. It wasn't like that bad. <laughs> but still, I was like, I can't do this. Like, I need yeah. I need a better knife for bread specifically. It was just, I was a mess. Just a bloody mess. Wow. Anyway, so um, it is such, it is such a good knife. And the sheer amount of reviews on Amazon, it's wow. like maybe four and a half stars, but four stars. It's like. It's like good. The one. <laughs> 45,000 reviews. That's crazy. On this one knife. 
So I kind of just want to get it so I have a good knife. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. It's just like a serrated well, knife, Well, even right? like if people are bringing bread over for yeah. dinner and it, like you, they have a loaf that hasn't been cut. I'm you always struggling like, even with my great... take and bakes. I'm like, how do yes. I cut this? <laughs> no, yeah. Honestly, it is such a good knife. Anyway. Does it again, come with a protector too? Mm, you know what I'm talking about? Like a I don't sleeve? remember. No. Okay. It's fine. I just want to know. I don't know. I don't remember. If it did, I'm not using it, so I don't even know. I just throw it in the drawer. So anyway, again, shout out to Katie Wright for that recommendation because I'm using that knife all the time. And you know what's great about it? If you're making like the sandwich bread I was talking about, you need the thin slices. You can't do this thick like sourdough. Like if you're making like a regular loaf. Then you could do, you know, usually people do thick slices on that. But the sandwich bread, you have to make thin. You can't do that with a dull knife. Yeah. Because you will for sure cut yourself with that. So. Wow. It's great. All right, guys. That concludes our summer favorites. Thank you for joining us today for our season premiere. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.